With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Taylor Tea Podcast, where we talk about Taylor and we drink some tea. My name's Margo. And I'm Shannon. And tonight I am once again drinking some pumpkin spice Tazo tea because it's that fall weather. <laughs> yeah, I'm also drinking the same delicious pumpkin chai tea because I can't get enough of pumpkins. The only downside of it is that it's caffeinated and it's late and I'm gonna be up. You tell so me now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> uh, so, um, last time we highlighted really quickly about the pop up shop, but I wanted to go into more detail for you guys, especially because the I almost said the reputation, the Lover album pop up shop only happened in New York. Whereas the reputation happened in a couple of key locations around the United States. I think only the U.S., right? Was there one? That I know of. I didn't realize that the Lover one was done. It's not going anywhere else. Yeah, no. Oh, wow. I, I mean, at least I think so. At least not yet. But I think I have theories behind that. Oh. But I say since Shannon, we went to re- the Reputation pop-up shop together, let's like talk about that one first and that cool experience to give you guys who weren't able to go a little taste for what a pop-up shop is like. Um, so do, do you want to start it off? Sure. So I think that the Reputation pop-up shop might have been the first time Taylor yeah. did a pop-up shop. Uh, so we went to it in New York City. We went the same night. Um, and Catherine joined us as well, Margot's sister. And I remember being stressed out out of my mind at work about leaving in time to get there because I I did not go the first day. It also lasted longer than this Yeah, it was around. like a week, I think. Yeah, it, it, we certainly had more time with the pop-up shop. And so by the time I was getting there, it was like probably day four or something. I don't know. But I, w- I had just been reading online about how people had been waiting for hours to get in. So I was really nervous, like, the merch is going to run out, or I'm, I'm going to get there and wait in line, and then they're going to be closed, and I can't go until after work. And so my boss was really, really kind and let me leave work a little bit earlier than I normally would, just so that I could go downtown to get to this pop-up shop. And I went um, on a weekday, and like I said, it was it was probably open for a few days by this point, so the line wasn't that bad. Like, I think I only waited for, like, a half hour before I entered the store, and then... Um, it was incredible. It was probably the week the album came out, I guess, because the songs were all, like, fresh, like, in my mind. Like, I couldn't believe they were playing in the store already because, like, I thought... It, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, it's a Taylor Swift pop-up store. They're going to play her new music, but I wasn't expecting it to be, like, exclusively, like, Reputation playing out loud. Um, and so, like, I snatched... Well, I waited for Margot and Catherine to join me before I, like, did anything. Um, and so then I'll let you tell your bit about when you joined <laughs> and your experience in getting to the store. So I had genuinely not known what a pop-up shop was prior to this experience. Um, and I think that like, if you live in a city, you probably do know what they are because a lot of my coworkers did. But for those of you that don't, a pop-up shop is typically, it's like 
a, a very exclusive shop. It'll pop up in like a different location. Um, it's not like a set in stone. You don't know about it. And it's only there for a limited amount of time. And they have typically limited like merchandise for that pop-up shop. Now, Reputation didn't. But um, they also did kind of make it feel like... Um, you weren't going to be able to get this merch if you didn't buy it at the pop-up shop, which later it all went on sale online, which I was really grateful for, for people who didn't get to buy it at the pop-up shop. Um, but it's definitely like it's a, a rushed experience no matter when you go or like who you go for. Like if it's any type of pop-up shop, it's usually like it's only here for a set amount of days, a set amount of hours, usually whatever they have in the store, that's all they have. And oftentimes, like I said, there's like a, a piece that's exclusive to that pop-up shop. Now, Reputation didn't have that. Um, now, I don't really, I, maybe I highlighted this in another episode, but I have a terrible memory. So I don't actually remember getting to the pop-up shop or like I love that you talked about the fact that they like played her the reputation album over and over again because I don't remember that I also don't remember waiting online like was I there first sitting on the couches uh one of us got there first and I thought it was me but maybe you it was you might have been online I might have been sitting on a couch because I remember I made maybe that's what happened someone. you oh my gosh you did make friends with somebody you were there first because I remember you were texting me and I thought that it was Liz Rose <laughs> <laughs> who co-wrote songs with Taylor back in the day. And I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. But it, it turned out it was just another Swifty that you had made friends with. <laughs> so that's right. You got there first, and then and then I got there, and then we were waiting for Catherine. That, that so was the order of events. my experience for that one, and this is like, I guess, very important to highlight all the details that we can, because Lover was a very different experience, but I sat on a couch, like they had like, it was essentially like one large room and there was a couch area that had cookies and I sat on the couch for probably like closer to like 30 minutes because I didn't have a line but you and Catherine had to wait online um, and I made friends and there was cool stuff but I think it was sponsored by like Xfinity now or something that sounds familiar I think it might have been sponsored by like Xfinity now so I and I think that comes into play too with with the differences that I'll talk about in Lover's pop-up shop because that was sponsored by a credit card company Capital One Capital One um but that's until you guys got there literally I sat on the couch and ate cookies um for like 30 minutes so I think there might have been lemonade too but <laughs> that was it um so then you guys came and your turn <laughs> there were um there was a lot of things you could do so they had the merchandise that was like hanging on um what's it called like clothing racks, racks that, and, and it wasn't like ones that you could like take to them buy to the register they were just for you to try on and so mm -hmm. we all bought different stuff and it was hard not to buy everything because there was a lot of cool stuff there um and so there was that, and then there wasn't a line to, to access the merch. Like, you just walked up yeah. and, and, like, you and there's just people had walking phone. around that you go to when you're ready to order. Yes, and then they would say, you want it in this size? Like, okay, like, we wrote it down for you. Like, just give your name, I think, when you go to the register. Was that how it worked? I, I don't remember because I'm confusing it with Lover, but it was something like that where, like, you talk to a person, and then they'll call you when your order's ready. Yes, and so there was that, and then there were also a lot of photo opportunities so that you could take. So many fun photo opportunities. Ops. Yes, and those all had lines for them, and so we did the majority of them. I think we did all of them. Yeah, there was like a there was the rose wall. There was um, a place. Was that the King of My Heart wall. Yes. Yeah. Well, insert. I'll make sure I insert all the pictures onto our Tumblr so you can see what we're talking about. But that one was a cute one. It was like this wall full of roses, and then it had, I think, 
a, a like a light up heart with like a crown. It was like a king of my heart wall. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> that Me was too. really beautiful. Uh, and then there was also a bench that had like a, a telephone near it, like mimicking yes. the scene of like the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. With so the cat really heads. Cool. Yes, the cat masks from the music video for Look What You Made Me Do. And so there was that. And then obviously the greatest one of all was a throne. Yes. That, I don't know if it was the actual chair or if it just mimicked it. I think it, it might have just mimicked. It was beautiful yeah. from from the Look What You Made Me Do music video. And that one had the longest line and there was like a professional photographer yes, that took it. Yes, which was so cool because you knew you <sighs> had a good photo. They emailed it to you. It was so cool. I did. We did it multiple times. Like you only got one photo yeah, I think then per I think session. they let you take cell phone photos. Oh, that must have been That's it. That's why we have so many. But that so one great. that made me feel like is this what people who get to meet her in like the room at the shows or secret sessions. Is this how they feel when they're sitting there constantly refreshing their emails, waiting for their picture right. to come because the professional's photo gets emailed to you like the next day or whatever. Oh my gosh, could you imagine waiting for that? I think I might faint. Wasn't there like, there's definitely a group that I think got their photos like a week later or something like that. Like there were, I think it might've been during the rep tour, not, <laughs> rep tour, that's what it sounds like, not during, um, the secret sessions, but I think there was I a group that like so several shows later still hadn't gotten theirs, and then I think they eventually got like an email that was like, "Sorry, these took so late. We didn't realize they didn't get sent out or something like that." But I remember there was a group of people that were like, "I don't think we're getting our photos." Oh, that would have been so sad. I'm glad they finally got that. Me too. Um, and then the last thing that I remember were the glass box cases that had yes. all of the outfits. I think from the "Look What You Made Me yes, Do" music video, which was so cool. Yeah, those were really like honestly surreal I was like is that really the one that Taylor was wearing and it was there was one other photo op too I can't really remember I remember it was like as we were going out on the other side of where the bench with the phone was I think it was like a lyrics written on the yes. wall or something I can't remember what it's oh though. you're so gorgeous that's what yes, it said right. that was Good really memory. cute Good the memory. other thing I really loved was that there were actual people that worked for Taylor Nation or that were members of Taylor Nation that were working the event. I remember there was this one woman, and I don't remember her name, but she was like, I have been with Taylor Nation since Taylor Nation started, and like, yes, I do personally know Taylor. Like, she loves that everyone's coming to this. Like, she loves that we get to do this now. And that was so cool to talk to somebody that, like, I, I felt like... Has it, a personal relationship yes, with Taylor. Yes, a personal I can tell her how excited we were to be there. Like, that was really, really exciting. They all were very kind, too. I, I have to say, like, it was a wonderful experience. I really enjoyed myself. I was so stressed out about, like, what... I didn't know what to expect because she had never done it before, and I just kept reading on the internet about how long the lines were. But it was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. They didn't run out of merch when we were there, at least. You weren't like, rushed, either. No. Yeah. It was really great. So, unfortunately, I did not make it to the Lover pop-up shop. It pop-up shop. It was uh, a shorter uh, one this time around. Yeah. Um, but Margot made it. Yeah, so my sister and I went. So the one in New York City was only three days. It was the Friday of the release, Saturday and Sunday. And my sister and I went Friday, and unfortunately Taylor came on Saturday, so we didn't get to see her. But it was a much different experience. So this one was sponsored by a different company, and I, I talked to a lot of Swifties there, and I think that's why the experience was so different. But so it was sponsored by Capital One. That's the credit card, right? Yes. Okay. So if you if you guys remember, Taylor actually recently had like a commercial come out with Capital One, and it I don't I don't know she had a commercial come out with Capital One. That's what I'm trying to say. So I think that kind of 
got a lot of people to sign up for Capital One credit cards, which then makes a lot of sense as to why Capital One was sponsoring this um, pop-up shop. But if you have a Capital One credit card, you then got to go on like a specialty line that was much faster than the other line. But it, it was really cool that you got to have three or four guests with you. And so my sister and I, while we're on the subway, I go up to some girls that are wearing uh, Taylor Swift shirts. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you going to the pop-up shop or are you coming back? And they're like, no, we're going. And so we end up hanging out with them and walking with them. And one of them tells us about this Capital One special line because we hadn't heard about it. And she was like, I actually have a Capital One credit card. Do you want to like stand on the special line with me? Which was so kind of her to do. Um, so we got to go on the faster line. But the longer line, like it was very similar to Reputation where it was like a several hour wait. Whereas ours was, I think, closer to only 40 minutes. But another specialty about the Capital One line that Reputation didn't have. So for Reputation's pop-up shop, you could do everything like you could take a photo with everything whereas this one if you were in the special line you got to take a photo op with the couch from the youtube live concert that she did um where she sang the archer and then she like walked into the pop-up shop so you only could take a photo with that if you were on the capital one line which i'm sure if you asked like could I take a photo or if you just kind of like snuck under the line to take one, no one would have said anything. I definitely wouldn't have. Like if there was somebody on the regular line that was like, can I sneak in front of you and take a photo? I would have said absolutely 100%. Like, yes, you've been waiting online way longer than I have. And there was no professional photographer for this one either. But that was in a separate room. And then we all got funneled into the pop-up shop itself. And so this one, we were given a time limit and they were actually really strict. So I don't remember the reputation one's time limits too much, but it definitely felt like nothing was rushed. Like if it felt like if we were there for too long, like and they wanted to close, it was fine. But this one, they were very strict on we have to close at eight o'clock. And there was actually no one from Taylor Nation that worked it, at least not the opening night. I don't know if it happened the other days, but um, so it was pretty much you walk in, very similar concept of you pick out your merch. The photo also was there was this cool butterfly wing like set it was huge and I personally hate all the photos that I have of myself because my hair looks terrible oh I bet they're but cute I'll still I'll make sure I put it on Tumblr for you guys just don't make it go viral because oh my hair looks greasy but that that was a photo op and they had the lights I actually I have a video I took of the whole room so I'll make sure I put it I put it in there too but they had like light posts like from the meme music video, which is really cool. And then they had telephone booths, which were cute as well. Um, but then it had all of the merch and they had, so I highlighted this before, they did have one specific merch item that one was not in the Stella McCartney lookbook online and two said New York pop-up shop. And that was a Cornelia Street shirt that had Cornelia Street on it because the song is possibly about Cornelia Street in New York City. And um, it's got like the Cornelia flower, I guess. And it's, yeah, it says New York City pop-up shop lover. Um, and they, they did end up selling shirts like it on the website. They just don't say pop-up shop on it. So I feel like it is kind of like an exclusive piece, which didn't happen during Reputation. But I do really love that they did sell all of the merch online um, in kind of a, like a more unique way, right? Like it was like 24 hours. We'll be selling these like three or four items. You can buy them and then they're gone. I'd be curious to see if any of them come back. Um, 
but I don't think they ran out of sizes, at least definitely not on Friday or Saturday. I didn't see anything about them running out of sizes, like we talked about for Reputation, but um, the only thing I will say, there were two merch items that I saw in the lookbook that I didn't see in the store, and then two merch items that I saw in the store that I didn't see in the lookbooks. It was the Cornelia Street shirt, didn't see that in the lookbook, and then a cool jean jacket. I didn't end up getting it, but it was super cool, and it had all those buttons that when she did that photo shoot where she has the jean jacket and one of the buttons is like a Drake button, it had all those buttons on it. And then on the flip side, there's that cool, like, it's a sweatshirt and a t-shirt. Um, it's like a tie-dye that has lyrics from, I think, Daylight on it. Um, and it has, like, almost, like, kind of, like, strings dangling from it. They didn't have the t-shirt. And then they also did not have the bomber jacket, which I'm not surprised about because you can find the bomber jacket on Stella McCartney's website and it's over $1,000. So I'm not surprised they did not have that in store because I'm sure everyone would have wanted to try it on. But those were the only two things. And then that was pretty much, they definitely did close at closing time though. So I'm not really sure what happened to everybody that was still waiting online that hadn't gotten to come in yet because I was one of the last groups that got to come in. Uh, but they definitely did close at closing time, which was a little different than Reputation. Right. But, so you spoke about going into the um, the area where you could see the couch yeah. from the YouTube live session. Did you have to go through that in order to get to the part with yeah, the Yeah, so it was like a it was like two rooms. So after you're waiting on line outside, you get you get funneled into a line inside, and that's kind of where you split even more. So if you're not on the Capital One line, you're you're in a line that kind of like curves around itself a couple of times, like as if you were waiting for a bus or something. If you're on the Capital One line, you more so curve like around the room, but you stay in one line and you come in front of the couch. Okay. So everyone can see the couch. It's just that our line got to go access it. Access it, yeah. That's so cool. But I'm sure like like I said, like I'm sure I'm sure the people working probably wouldn't be allowed to let you get off the line to take a picture with the couch, but I'm sure if you asked just another Swifty, you would have gotten to. Right. At least I would have been like, hell yeah. Swifties take care of Swifties. Yes, 100%. So did you sit on the couch? I did sit on oh the couch. Oh my goodness. Did you get a photo of that? Yes. It's a, wow. Fire alarm. Yeah, it's our 7 o'clock sirens to make sure Woo! we're safe. Actually, it's 7.30, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't really know. Um... So I have a photo of me sitting on the couch, but the sunlight is perfectly highlighting just my face. So um, sorry if the editing on this is a little weird. I finally stopped it when that fire alarm was coming on. Um, but Shannon, what was your question? Uh, my question was, was this the same location as the Reputation pop-up store or, or did they have the Lover one somewhere oh, else? Oh, right. So we didn't say that. So the Reputation pop-up store... That was downtown. I think it's called Seaport. South Street, South Street Seaport. Yeah, something Seaport, like. something like that. Yeah. You can see the Brooklyn Bridge. This one was, I want to say it was the Upper West Side. It oh, was, completely different yeah, place. Yeah, very, very different location. Yeah, we had to go across the across Manhattan. I think I, I don't even remember which trains we took, but this was on the, yeah, I think the Upper West Side. Wow, that's yeah. cool, mixing it up. Yeah. Well, I bet the turnout must have been, like, phenomenal, especially since it was a limited time. Also, it's really cool that it was sponsored by Capital One and that you had, like, these extra uh, benefits if you were a Capital One card holder. Do we know if that was advertised in advance? Because I wonder if, like... I think it might have been advertised to Capital One card holders only, but I would like to know if they would have gotten more card holders if that had been known. Right? Yeah. Because I think I would have... 
I just know personally I wasn't able to make it to the pop-up shop. I left for vacation, but um, I I think I would have considered it if I knew. Right? It. If yeah, I was yeah, going to get to cut a, the line and definitely get to go. And I'm sure that's they, a huge incentive. They definitely couldn't have said, like, you get to sit on the couch for the YouTube live, right? But they could have been, like, you get to, like, more exclusive, like, stuff or whatever. Yeah, access to things. And yeah, access. I think more people definitely would have signed up. And maybe they did, and I'm just fully unaware. Yeah, because I didn't know until after the fact that, yeah. it, like, it, it made sense that they sponsored it, given the fact that Taylor just did that um, promo. Yeah. Them, yeah. So, that, like, they have a partnership now, but I just, I didn't know until after, but that's cool. Yeah. My other question was, when I went to the Reputation pop-up store with you, we got those really awesome tote bags. Oh, uh, yes. Did they give out tote no, bags? No, so they gave out brown paper bags um, that say lover on the side. I actually, oh, cool. uh, I'll insert a picture because I saved them because I was like, they're so cute. But no, they have handles? Yeah, they're yeah. just brown paper bags. Yeah. Oh, that's cute though. Still personal. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, at the Reputation one, uh, you got a tote bag for uh, purchasing something from the store, which of course we did because we have no self control when it comes None. to Taylor Swift. I literally told myself I was going to buy one t shirt. I bought two sweatshirts and two t shirts. It's never just one thing. It's never and like Shannon I think you said this is the first episode but I your mom says this and I have said it to myself why do I keep giving Taylor all my money yeah. I have no self-control it's that morning I first went to Target and bought all four deluxe editions which was like around $73 Naturally. and then I went to the pop-up shop and I spent close to $300 and um and then I did something else that was Taylor Swift related and I spent even more money, and I was like, Margo, get some self-control. It's just, it's so exciting, especially, like, it I is. mean, she's a marketing genius. We don't know when these things are going to be available again, if ever, yeah. for some of the merchandise. Um, so and you never had a regret. Like, honestly, I've never had a regret owning Taylor Swift merch. Like, <laughs> every single piece of clothing that I own that's hers, I love it. I keep it forever. And, <laughs> like, I still have the scarf you gave me from the Speak Now era. That way it was, like, a scarf and a Christmas ornament, and something else. You gave them to me, and I still have them all. I thought you were making an all-too-well reference. With oh, the no! Scarf. <laughs> you kept the old scarf. No, I mean, <laughs> yes, technically. That's but, so funny. Yeah, it was purple and white, I think. Yeah, it yes, was. I do remember that. Yeah, so that was the pop-up shop experiences. I'd love to know if you guys were able to go to any other days of the pop-up shop, if any of you got to meet Taylor at the pop-up shop, let us know. Send us a DM on Tumblr. I can't keep calling it that because it's not really a DM. Send us an ask. Maybe I'll have figured out how to have like a submit a post thing at this point. But like message us on Tumblr and tell us about your pop-up shop experiences. See if you can answer any of our questions. I would love to know if Taylor Nation worked that pop-up shop at all. Same with like Reputation. Did they only work the Reputation one like the day we were there or were they there the whole time? Like would love to know all these things. Yeah, no, I like finding out all the details too. Oh, one more thing is that I don't remember what people wore at the Reputation pop-up shop, like the employees, but at the Lover pop-up shop, they all wore the Cornelia Street shirts. At the Reputation pop-up shop, they wore the, in my memory, it was a black long sleeve shirt with blue font, because I remember I liked it, yes. and I asked the lady who, the lady who checked us out was very, very kind. She, like, she had- So kind. I, I, I can't remember her name. She was so awesome, and she was the one that we were like, so you know Taylor? Yes. She was like, yeah, I do, and she was so fun. And I said, I really like your shirt. How do we get one? <laughs> and she told me that they weren't available. They were only for the staff that were working the pop-up shop. Um, so I do remember it. I think oh, it was... you have such a good memory. I think it was black. 
but yes I think you're right um oh and also to highlight the point you made before for this one they were playing lover uh like the lover the album the lover exclusively the album. like yes exclusively yeah, lover not, the album, not any old fun. tracks it was fun to like listen to new tracks too with a bunch of people like waiting online because I felt like for reputation because you got to go in and just do everything right away you weren't really like definitely not really like talking to people as much whereas because we were all online with one another for what felt like hours but for us wasn't really we we all kind of bonded so much more and listening to lover on repeat we were all like screaming certain lines with one another i'm trying to remember we screamed a line from Oh, it was You Need to Come Down. Shade never made anybody less gay. We oh. all screamed it, and it was so fun. It was so fun. How could you not scream that line? Right? So, oh, it was so, so good. good. But, so powerful. And Soon You'll Get Better came on. Everyone was... There was not a dry eye in the house. Oh, my Everyone gosh. Everyone was crying. I can't believe... Like, obviously, she's playing the whole album, yeah. but I, oh, my god, Everyone was crying. It was... But I will say the other interesting thing was that at the Reputation pop-up shop, there were a lot more people that I overheard or that I talked to that had been invited to secret sessions than at this one. I'm sorry, you're saying there were more secret sessioners at, at Reputation. At Reputation. Yeah. Oh, I actually one more thing that I totally forgot about. So the girls that I was online with, they had just come from the Good Morning America performance and they had made a friend, maybe they knew this person, I don't really know, but they made a friend online and they were all talking to one another about Taylor and Hound on the Head met Taylor and they were just kind of going on and on and then they were talking about their plans for the day and later on they watched the YouTube live and that boy that they had talked to was at the YouTube live and they like later messaged him and we're like oh my gosh was that you and he's like yeah I'm really sorry I couldn't tell you guys but it was just so interesting that they were like he and everybody really like they take the um the NDAs so so well and like so secretly like and like I feel like I I would have not been able to go to Good Morning America if I knew I was gonna see her perform later like and get to meet her because I would have been so giddy I would have been like I'm going to tell everyone so I can't expose myself like this but I just thought it was amazing they were like we all left that being like I hope we all get to meet her one day and then he actually got to meet her that day, and he knew he was going to, but he had to keep his cool. Aw, good that on him. crazy? I would be afraid of jeopardizing myself, too, yeah. if, I, if I had to hold on to a secret like that. But I was so I was so happy. They were like, he was so nice. Like, he, out of all of us that were there, he deserved it the most. Oh, I was kind. like, that's so great that he got to meet her. Wow. Yeah, so cute. That's really cool that he yeah, got to meet her. I forgot about that. Okay, so now we talked a little bit about a song on the album in last episode. We did a deep dive, and we have picked a deep dive song for this episode. And drum roll. The man. <laughs> for a second, I thought I didn't have the right song. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, uh oh. Not the man. Uh, we do want to preface this with we're going to. Try to stick to like her lyrics and how we interpret them as best as we can. And we apologize in advance if we get a little too political for you guys. We're just trying to do our lyrical interpretations justice. So if you disagree, send us a DM on Tumblr and let us know why you disagree. Yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts too because there's many different ways to interpret the songs too. All so of them. Many, yeah. yeah, there's no like universal, like, this is the textbook definition of this song. So. Yeah. And but I feel yeah. like that's the beauty of Taylor Swift's songs, right? Is that she's always like, 
interpret them however you want. I'm not going to tell you who they're about so that they can be your songs too. So I love like going in the rabbit hole of like Reddit and Tumblr to figure out what other people think of songs. I just think it's so interesting. So yeah, if you disagree with us, let us know. Or if you agree with us, like let us know too. But on that note, Shannon, you want to take it away? Sure. So the man, uh, which I had mentioned in the last episode, I think it's in the running for being a single. If if singles have not already been finalized, I think that this song is doing really well and it is at the top of the list for uh, replays on Spotify. 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 <laughs> uh, it's doing really well in the fandom. Um, and it's easy to tell why. Because aside from being a catchy, boppy tune, there's a lot of meaning behind this song. And what Taylor's been experiencing over the last few years in the public eye, and I think it's relatable um, as a woman, uh, what she's saying here. So my interpretation of the song is Taylor calling out society's double standards and how women are treated and portrayed in the media um, uh, and just like different expectations that are that are made against them um, as opposed to men. Mm-hmm. And I think Taylor raises a really great point that the she is obviously a very powerful woman who has done a lot with her success and worked hard to get it. Um, and a lot of people have tried to um, undercut that in many different ways. And um, a lot of times her being strong and speaking her mind is twisted by the media into her being like whiny or like, I don't know, like it, it just like, it just, it's not doing her justice. Like she has every right to speak her mind and stand up for what she believes in and um, to be frank, uh, fight to own her own music. Um, ooh, ooh. And so I, I think she raises a great point that if she was a man, she would be getting treated differently, 100%. certainly by the yeah. media. Yeah, so I, I think the song has a lot of powerful meaning and I would be thrilled if it was made into a single. Um, I personally really love this song. As a woman that works in a predominantly male industry, I think I've said this before, but I work in data, but not only that, but as a woman who went to a predominantly male school, I don't remember the ratio, but it was so high. It was getting a lot better, but it was almost like eight, two, right? Like for every eight men, there were two women at my school. Like it was, I went to an engineering school, a predominantly engineering school. Uh, If you stalk me on social media, I'm sure you'll be able, you'll be able to figure it out. Stalk me on social media, please. (laughs) But it was always, like, at least for me personally, not that I can, like, relate to Taylor because I'm not in the music industry, but it was always very frustrating that I always felt treated differently because I was a woman. And I would be verbally put down, but sometimes I would just recognize that my ideas were just not taken seriously until they were repeated by a man. And I think we're now finding out about the music industry we kind of found out a little bit with Kesha and like that kind of like opened the door to more people coming out and saying their experiences in the music industry but it is not a very fair industry right for for a lot of the women that are in it unfortunately and I think that this song took a lot of guts for Taylor to push out there um I I think she like you said Shannon she's taking back the narrative of She's taking back her narrative, and she she's also highlighting kind of all the haters. Like, if I was a man, you would never be saying these things to me. And I think it it gives everybody kind of that pause, and I think it gives a lot of the people who do give her a hard time that pause of 
is she correct in this statement? And I also, we were talking about this before we started recording the episode, but I love the nod to fearless by saying I'd be a fearless leader. Yes. Um, but I just, I, I also think it kind of gets into a little bit more of like the, I don't know what the right term is, but to be frank, like the sexual assault case that she went through and like a lot of the things that are coming out now, right? Um, when she says the line, something about what I was wearing. Hold on. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. They, what I was wearing, like, uh, sorry, they wouldn't shake their heads and question how much of this I deserve. Sorry about the train. The train. What I was wearing if I was rude. And I feel like that is... The, the what I was wearing line specifically was so powerful because that's something that we've been hearing so much in the media, right, about women in sexual assault cases. And it's been highlighted, like, well, what were you wearing? And I, I love that she put it in a song because, like I said, I, I just personally think that this song was a very brave thing for her to do, especially somebody who is constantly berated by the media every single day. I think she was so powerful in putting this song out there and really not holding back. Yeah, no, she certainly doesn't hold any punches in this song. Did you, is that your favorite line? I know we were going to share our favorite oh, lines yeah. from the song. Oh, yeah, let me see. I don't know, if you have yours, you go first. Uh, I do have mine. My favorite one is towards the end of the song, after she, you know, calls out some people. She says, she's talking about, like, the line where, where it goes, what's it like to, to brag about raking in dollars and getting beep and models? <laughs> and and then, but the part at the end where she says, um, they paint me out to be bad, so it's okay that I'm mad. Mm. I like the line, so it's okay that I'm mad, because I think a lot of times women feel like they have to apologize for their feelings or, yes. like, apologize for being upset about, like, some kind of unjust thing in their lives, and we shouldn't have to apologize if things are unjust and we're calling them out. Like, it's okay that I'm mad because it's not right. So I, I really like that song. I thought uh, that line in that song, I think that was a really powerful moment. My favorite... Is probably, and I don't mean to get on a like political soapbox here, so I apologize in advance, but at the same time, not sorry. When she's talking about if she was a man, the, that part, sorry, <laughs> it sounds so funny, but like the the part of the story where she's talking about, okay, if I were a man, this is what they'd say about me, because that narrative definitely changes throughout the song. Um, they'd say I played the field before I found someone to commit to. I love that because the second I heard it, I was like, you are so right because if it was a woman they would be calling her all of these nasty hurtful things because she quote got around and like went out with all these guys and did things with all these guys but I always remember like growing up nobody ever said that about guys who like got around <laughs> with a lot of girls they were always just like oh yeah he's just playing the fields he's, he's figuring it out but it was always if it was a woman doing it it was so so much worse and like I never really like knew like I, I feel like Taylor always knows how to put things so eloquently and that's how I felt with this line I was like oh, that was so eloquent like yes you're putting all the frustration of that like double standard into such a simple lyric because yeah they'd say I played the fields yeah. So I think that's probably my favorite because I like the message because it's, yeah, I'm just going to keep, keep repeating myself, but I love the message of that one. Yes. It is a powerful song, all in all. We stand. And I really want it to be a single. I think it would do well on the radio. Uh, what do you think it would be? As Like, what do you think the music video would be? Um, I think it would be, oh, you know what? 
my mind jumps to it would be like Taylor like being like CEO of some company and like being like in some kind of like suit and like running a meeting and maybe like the people being like fearful of her in the meeting mm-hmm. like acting like she's I don't know like maybe she's just gonna like feed into that um misrepresentation of women as being like bitchy just because they have like a boss voice you know yeah. what I mean like I think maybe she'd like play into that like and the then people in the meeting would be like rolling their eyes at her because she's a woman leading yeah the like not taking her seriously and then maybe by the end she would take back that narrative oh my gosh you know what I think would be so cool is if it was a split screen and it was her as the leader in one and a guy as the leader in the other and the same audience, like the same people in the meeting, and the different reactions. Oh, that, that would, would be, be pretty so powerful. Cool. The other thing that I th- sorry I cut you off. I just no, it's okay. Excited. The other thing I thought it could be, but this is very abstract. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. It's just the first thing that pops in my head was if it was Taylor dressed as a man, looking like a man, like with like prosthetics and stuff. And, like, going through, like, the motions of what she's talking about in the song. Like, all of the different things and how everyone's praising her. And then at the end, I guess, I don't know, she would just, like, take the prosthetics off and be like, but I was a woman the whole time. Like, she's catfishing them or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I don't really know. Or just, like, her being a man doing all these things. I really don't know. I didn't think it through before I said it out loud. <laughs> just sounds weird. Well, I guess we'll have to find out if she makes Taylor it a single. Taylor making a music video. Yeah. Making it a single. I just wish she would do, like, a... I've, I've never actually seen all of the Lemonade album, but how Beyonce dropped, like, a whole visual album. Like, Taylor, let's just do a music video for every song. Oh, we're here for that. That would be so fun. We'll, we'll help you. We don't have the money, but we could, like, come up with the concepts if you need. <laughs> <laughs> that could be so fun. Let's talk about how this might look live. Oh, my gosh. Do you think this would be a huge production number, or would this be, like, a B-stage song? I don't think it would be a B-stage song. I definitely think it would be very theatrical and have, like, backup dancers. I'm picturing mm. the way Blink's face was with all of the other men, like, on stage with her. And, like, I, I don't know. Like, in my mind, that's how she yes. would do it. Because I, like I think that. she has to, like, be playing, like, the boss man, like, visually. Um, but I don't know. I wonder if it would also be, because I think somebody's asked on Tumblr, I think Taylor liked it, in the me music video, when they're all wearing suits in the briefcases, someone was like, was that an Easter egg to the man? And Taylor liked it. Ooh. So I wonder, yeah. So I wonder if that would be a similar concept on tour where they'd all be in suits and there'd be briefcases running around. Oh my gosh, I didn't know about that. That's a really cool theory. I love that. Yeah. I could see it. I definitely could see it. Um, what was that? Did you see? Did you ever see Finding Nemo on Broadway? Um, I don't think Finding Nemo was on what Broadway. Was maybe The Little Mermaid. <laughs> okay, did you ever see The Little Mermaid on Broadway? No. Okay, so I didn't either, but I vaguely remember the people who played the fish had rollerblades on or something like that, and, like, they maybe were all, like, in all black suits, and then, like, you could, they were just, like, holding the fish. Oh, so it gave the effect of them swimming. Like, That's what yeah. I envisioned these briefcases <laughs> on the stage. It's just, like, half the backup dancers are in all black. Margo, <laughs> you should be helping with the stage production of, of this album. That's my, that's my vision for, that was for the briefcases. Thank you so much. So even if it doesn't happen for the man, maybe it'll happen for the me. Or if they ever pick up Finding Nemo for Broadway. Yes. Maybe I can be in Finding Nemo. I can be Nemo. (laughs) Well, Nemo's not really a main character in Finding Nemo. He's just like a... He's just a 
pretty big deal. Yeah, but he's not on screen for a majority. Honestly, I have only watched the movie. I was so much so. just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> the dad is more important, I think. Wait, so wait, did you think that you saw this on Broadway? No, no, no. I just remember watching it on the news. <laughs> but I'm like so convincing myself finding Nemo was a Broadway production. Maybe Spongebob? Spongebob was. I saw Spongebob. By the way, didn't Lady Antebellum win a Tony for a song that they produced for the Spongebob musical? There was a lot of artists who worked on that. They might have been one of them, Which, full circle, all roads lead to Taylor Swift. She wrote Better Man. No, she didn't. Well, Taylor Swift did write Better Man, but unfortunately it didn't go to Lady Antebellum. (laughs) Marco's on a roll. Dear Lord, have mercy on my soul. Wait, maybe Little Big Town was the ones that won a Tony. You know what? I'm going to Google this. <laughs> this is this is how you know it's too late. I think it was Lady Antebellum. It was. It was. Okay. All roads do not lead to Taylor Swift. They mostly do. Um, <laughs> on that note, everybody, thanks for listening to this deep dive of the man. Let us know in our Tumblr DMs which one you think we'll deep dive next or want us to deep dive next. Maybe soon we could do a poll on our Twitter account. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, for three options, and you guys can let us know and that what song you'd like us to yes, be our next be such deep a fun dive. One. Yeah, let's make it interactive. Well, thanks again, you guys, for listening to tonight's episode. Um... And we'll catch you on the flip side, Finding Nemo, hashtag 2019. And that's the Taylor T. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.